the amount of time and money and sensors I've swapped, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the funny thing about Polecat, a little over a year ago, I was just perusing Google Maps. Don't really know why. As one does, you know? <laughs> I literally found this track. From here, it's only 25 minutes. So since you've had basically the three best cars to start drifting in, what would you say is the best suggestion to go with? The easiest was my Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson and this is my name is Willie Culver. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Um, but a few announcements, of course. So check below. Make sure you are subscribed. Uh, if you are not, go ahead and do that now. Uh, about 50% of you are still not subscribed. So I don't know why you wouldn't be if you're sitting here watching. Uh, but Wiring Specialties, of course, they got you guys with the 5% off code. Just use Circle of Drift. I personally use it on my car. Do, actually, do you use Wiring Specialties? Dude, I don't, but I definitely could have in the past. <laughs> I, should, <laughs> I should be, for sure. I know they make great stuff. Hell yeah. We'll, we'll probably get into that, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so if you guys need any harnesses, go down below, click the link, uh, and use the discount code. Uh, and if you guys are needing some last-minute parts, of course, and want to support the podcast, go down to our link for Injuku Racing. I got plenty of parts for all sorts of cars, of course. Um, but I will introduce Willie, or I guess let him introduce himself a little bit. But this is actually the person I had my first wreck with. Yeah, we did. That was a, That's a whole story in and of itself. But Wasn't uh, that your first wreck? I, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, as far back as I can remember. I, I knew sure. you got in it, drifting it, like a year or so before <laughs> me. But. Yeah, that was my first bad wreck for sure. Um, but my name is Willie Culver, like you said. Um, I've been drifting since like 2018, almost 2019, I think. And um, I started on 350Z. Um, me and Dawson, like you said, he started a little bit after I did. And we kind of, that's how we became friends. And I, uh, <clears throat> I'm not really anybody, you know, specific <laughs> I, I you know i'm not um but i'm just your typical you gotta guy. be somebody to have cool stories the, yeah no That's no, no kidding is, so there's a lot of stories and um i'm just out here i just like to have a good time and i love drifting just like everybody else that probably watches the drift this podcast and yeah that's me Hell yeah well the first thing i want to get into okay um because i see a lot of people probably make this mistake uh <laughs> why did you try and build a fully like SR oh, car, like what? What was the what was the point of all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that. Is, that was my first. You, you know, like you said, it. That was my first big mistake, and I'm honestly, I'm, I'm glad I went that way, just because, and I failed, but I'm glad I went that way, just because. I learned the, the engine never made it in the car. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, it made it in. It just oh. never <laughs> ran. Like, um, and I had most of the supporting mods to make it run. It was just I was. I was like $4,000 off in 2018 money that gotcha. to get it running and I just couldn't make it happen. But like I said, I, I wouldn't go back just because I learned so much from that. Um, I worked on that car for, I don't know, eight months. And in the end, um, you know, I, I saw people going out there and buying $2,000 350Zs and putting maybe a grand <laughs> into it and having more yeah, Just watch time. Brennan do it right in front exactly. of you. Dude, yeah, that was like... That was the blueprint, right? Because <clears throat> he bought a $2,000 Z or whatever. and Dude, I swear to God, it was just a domino effect. It was. This, the day that I rode with him, I was like, because, and, ju and like just like you, just like a lot of people, I was in the stance car scene before this. And the second I rode with him and I realized how much money he had versus how much fun he was having versus how much money I had in my stance car, so to speak, yeah. you know, bag very expensive three-piece wheels. Only so much fun you can have in this. <laughs> to go to a show and park and walk around. And then, what then? I don't no. know. So, <clears throat> yeah, I was I sold that car. and um, So, how did you find the Z then? Well, I, I was on Facebook uh, for a long time, you know. And I found it. It was about four hours away. But it was a good deal. And the guy just needed money. Wasn't it like totaled in the rear or something? It was. It was. It was wrecked in the rear, but it was a clean title. And <clears throat> I lucky did the, bastard. <laughs> yeah, man. It's and and you to find that kind of deal today doesn't you couldn't. And it's just like the two forty stigma. It's just it's just like anything else. It doesn't exist nowadays, which is horrible. But 
Yeah, yeah. I saw a G35 coupe actually today on Facebook Marketplace that was like five different colors. I think it had over 200,000 miles on it. Barely fucking grand. grand, dude. He had a like a list of shit that was wrong with it yep. and still was asking like four or five grand for it. I was like, how does that make sense? It's insane. But yeah. It and <laughs> I mean, I guess deals are still out there. It's just they're just really hard to come by. And I got lucky with that one. Plus, it was like I said in 2018. And I bought it, and j- to get me to my first track day, I maybe put maybe six hundred bucks into it. That's it. Yeah. What did I mean, you, what did you do? You know, because I just I bought um, two extra wheels. Uh, the uh, put the the rack spacers, the the um, you know, little spacer Dude. you put on the tie rods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah like yeah. just like super minimal yep. minimal stuff. Take the bump and stops out. I think I may have had a hand. I think I did have a handbrake. <sighs> Yeah, I think I did have a handbrake, so I put a dual caliper kit on it and just wrapped the rip because I knew I was going to eventually. That's what I did. Yeah, because and so I just spent the money for that. That's where most of the money came from, actually. But yeah, and like this that after that first trip day, I I had fallen in love, and you know, because like I said, I that S fourteen, I bought that as a caged shell and built it up all the way up, and like I said, I was really close to having it going. I just never could do it. So the second that I could sell it, buy a 350Z, and just get out there on track. I did it, and just selling that car alone funded the entire. Yeah, like, because Z, the the, the time between when I bought that S14 shell and when it was a roller with a motor not running, the price had, you know, I made a I made good money on that just yeah, because yeah. of the price hike, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's how that worked out, which was good. And but that 350Z, I mean, as you know, we, me and you both, we painted our cars at the same time mm-hmm. we, we were we were 350z dudes for a while i mean that 350z <clears throat> that that taught me so much more about drifting than probably anything else i mean even and i mean i eventually you know it became a full caged car and with wise fab and everything and my my wife alex she drifted it for a while and she hopped in it and, and she, did great she ended up buying that thing from you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um so she drifted it for a while and that that was a great car honestly and um why did she end up getting out of it? <laughs> Tire cost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just let you know. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tire That's cost. Awesome. I know, like I told her, I was like, hey, you know, it's not, it's not cheap, but she knew that going in, but I think she just didn't realize. She just wanted a taste of it, probably. Yeah, exactly. She was even and, worth it. And I mean, now we, we got to do the whole like, you know, we showed up to Beach Bend was the track where we both showed up. I was in my C6 Corvette and she was in the Z. And we got to tan them together and that sort of thing. So, I mean, we, we got to do... You got that highlight moment that most people look for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got that out of the way, and that was really cool. Um, That's we both, awesome. We both enjoyed that, so... Well, you used to have a shit ton of issues with your car, so... With the Corvette? No, or with the, the Z. Go, okay. Run through the most, the most common issue I've, you had have with that car. I have never told this story, <laughs> and I'll tell you something crazy. I, I ran that car for the last year of its life doing this weird thing where it would cut power. Yeah. <clears throat> for the first, well, it was really an odd situation. I really could never pinpoint when. We it always thought it was like a fuel cut issue. Exactly. Yeah. Cause, and it was so weird. Cause like it was just one thing after the next. I never could, the, the hardest issue was I never could pinpoint when it was happening. And I never, so now I, I could never diagnose yeah. it. But anyway, I, <clears throat> you know, I, whenever I sold that car, I, you know, whenever you sell something, you're like, well, it does have this issue, but I actually think it's just this. Yeah. Well, I did that. And then he was like, well, let's do that and see if that fixes it. Well, what it was was the taillights. It was the depot LED eBay taillights that were on the car when I bought it. Dude, I unplugged it and it, it, that, that was the whole issue for the last The year, entire right? time. The those entire janky. Time. It was so like the whole eBay yep. taillight assembly. That like was eBay. it. And the funny <laughs> thing was, is Tony Jackson, probably six months before I sold it, he was like, man, it's probably those taillights. And I, for some reason, I just How never the tried fuck? it. Dude, I don't I guess it's, pro- well, I guess that would relate to the whole like, um, left foot breaking thing too. This is probably, probably why. It, but, but after I, after that's I, crazy. After that happened, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. The amount of time and money and sensors I've swapped, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, it's just, it was crazy. So laps yeah. lost at the track, trying to figure that yeah. fucking thing out. I mean, I would still, I would still send it. It was just, you know, trying to slam the clutch yeah. to the floor all the time. So yeah, that was a good d- car. you ended up selling that car to, or I guess 
Alex ended up selling that car to GS Drift Giveaways. Yep. Yep. Sure enough, it was a. Uh, yep, we sold it to to Heath um, up there, and he did his waffle for it. And uh, Austin Mata and uh, Prospect. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he won it, and you know I kind of told him what was going on because the thing about it was is whenever I, you know, whenever Alex was drifting it, she we had to make some, you know, customization for it with the handbrake and the seat. And so there was some stuff that I was, too. <laughs> you don't want to see my seat rails the first time I had to make them like, like shorter people. It, you, you have to do some things that, you know, you just have to do them. And so I had done some stuff for her to be able to drift it. And then, so I, I messaged him whenever I found out he wanted, I was like, Hey, like, you know, I built this car, but I, I'm just going to apologize the seat and the handbrake. You might want to, <laughs> some things I ain't proud of there. A little yeah. Yeah. Bit, yeah. You, you, know? you might want to recheck those. <laughs> there's some stuff going on there, but yeah, that, that whole process was, was amazing. Um, you know they're they're great guys up there, and they took care of me. I took care of them, and it was all hunky dory. But I, I honestly, I really miss that car. Although I will say, the I drove it at the very last event it was at when Alex was driving it, and coming from the C6 back to the VQ 350Z thing, um, I was just on rev limiter for so long. I was like, if, if I were <laughs> like to you were keep this, the car. yeah, exactly. I was like, if I were to keep this car, it probably wouldn't last another year, just because. <laughs> yeah. Your driving is at the max like exceeded too far above the car. Yep. Yeah, that was that was my biggest problem, which I why I went into a swap, but now I've kind of like fucked myself. But that's a whole different story in its, yeah, in yeah, its own. No, but I'm very curious on how yours is going because you know, we and you had we were kind of identical cars out there for a really long time, and especially after the paint jobs. And um, you know, we, we and him both had the exact almost the exact same yeah. paint with just flake change the flake in it and that was <laughs> it yeah yeah so um, your clear sucked on yours though it was so it was I, dude i still the, you know how we were supposed to repaint the cars right i still have that gallon of clear i still have your old flake no way oh yeah i still have, oh, I have to flake. get that from you sure. i should have brought it i should have brought it yeah 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 i have your your um because it was purple right yeah yeah i, I have I, it i did purple garage. and black for some reason i don't know why i did the black that was stupid yeah i mean i i did decent colors i guess but it was just like the it was like sandpaper when we were done i don't know if yeah. it was because of the lack of clear or, or what was going on but yeah that was uh it needed a few more layers of clear i think so it looked good it, or you at, know at least another it layer. was a 10 20 footer yeah of course which, <laughs> that's how every drift car should be yeah no kidding <laughs> No kidding. So explain how you ended up from the Z to the Corvette, pretty much. I know you sold the Z to Alex, and that kind of helped yeah. fund some things. But so, um, well, you're selling at your house at the same time too, weren't you? Right, right, right. So I I sold my car to Alex, but it wasn't, you know, I sold it to her for like three grand. You or know, something. it was yeah, just wife price. Yeah, it was just something to where because so we sold our house. <clears throat> we had an influx of money at the time, and I just needed some like three extra grand for the Corvette that I bought, which I, it was a C6 Corvette, um, 2006. And, um, I guess I just needed that extra amount of money for the car or something. But at any rate, um, yeah. So I did the price breakdown to LS swap my Z with around 400 to 450 horsepower. And we came to the price of like 12 to $15,000. Wasn't that car in Texas too? It was. It was Pluggerville, Texas, <laughs> oh, dude. Jesus That's what, and that was a whole another whole another story too going down there to get it. But um <clears throat> I, we found that I found that Corvette for sixteen thousand dollars. And you can you can still find C sixes for that price too, which is insane. But um very hard, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you can, but yeah, it was uh it was like it was drifted before, but not it barely drifted. I mean, he just did a couple drift events in it, so it had uh, PBM angle and the seat and um, and height. It was a very clean car from what I had seen whenever you first got oh, it. Oh, it was immaculate when I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always kind of liked that color too. Most people don't. It was um, kind of like a pewter almost. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't know what the you know the exact name for it would be, but yeah, just the typical Corvette silver. Um, I mean, I wasn't a. You know, I was fine with it. I wasn't. I had no plans of changing it up. Did you do ever do any like power mods or anything to it? Like anything serious? Um, no, nothing serious. I had it tuned um, by Shannon, um, our buddy, and it dynoed before I had it tuned. It dynoed at like three sixty, and then he had you know it, it may have made four hundred in 
in the end after it got tuned. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't do anything really to the power. Um, I just did all the supporting mods. You know, I did full FDF angle. Um, uh, was that a, was that a lot better going from PBM to FDF? Uh, well, yes, it was the PBM. It, all it had was knuckles. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay, gotcha. Right. So I did the P. Uh, I mean, I did the FDF thing, and but the interesting thing was, I bought uh, FDF kind of at it was version one, mm -hmm. and I ran fuel coilovers instead of the BCs because this was also before BC changed their lower mount design for Corvettes. Gotcha. So <clears throat> I ran fuels on FDF. And that had not been done before. So that made me clearance the upper control arm How? with the grinder. Oh, God. So I, but, but this was all like I messaged Josiah and I said, hey, this isn't, this is hitting. He said, you should be able, you know, this was all, this wasn't me just being like, oh, I think this will work. Um, well, that's good at least. Yeah. <laughs> you feel a yeah. little better about it. <laughs> right. So, so we got that to work fine. And I went to, um, I did a couple events with it and it, it was doing good. I finally got it all set up how I wanted to. And then we went to Atlanta to Lanier for an eye track event. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the angle stops were missing the wheels. Oh, so fuck. it was over. And that was, I'm not, <sighs> I, I, I love Josiah. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't mean anything by this. I'm just saying it was just, it was just, it was a version one is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it was the first. Exactly. So, and I messaged him while I was at the track. I said, hey, these are missing. And I bought this extra collar that I put around the lock stops so they would hit. That's how bad it was off. And <clears throat> I guess one of those eventually failed. Um, the the car over uh, angled, I guess you would call it. Yeah, yeah. And it, forced me into a wall which is half my fault because i shouldn't have after i realized the fault mm -hmm. i should not have kept driving but my thing was is i've been driving all day i'll probably be okay even th so i technically should have stopped the, the one more lap mentality <laughs> right and, and i and i put it into a wall um and but josiah did well by me you know he made the corrections to the kit and which is now known as version two or and i think he's on version three now maybe um so you got to be a part of like yeah, kind of. Designing it almost. <laughs> almost, yeah, in a very bad way. But he hooked, you know, he was very, he was very nice about everything. He sent me the new kit um, and we got it all squared away and, and everything's fine um, after that. And I sold that car solely, I sold that Corvette solely based on the fact is that I got hooked on razors, like oh my god, <laughs> And I thought in my head that this, that that was going to be a cheaper alternative. Yeah. No, no. I've looked into close. prices and stuff just Dude. to like, just for some parts to put on Dude. them. Hell no, y'all motherfuckers are crazy. Not even close. You break, you break, you almost break more on. I broke something on that razor almost every time I came out. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. I would yeah. be, probably beat the shit out of it just as exactly. any other car person no, would. No, yeah, no, it's true. You and expect them to handle it. I so so that's why I sold the Corvette, and that was a mistake. I <clears throat> I missed that car so bad that was. Probably my favorite drift car ever, and um, hope hopefully one day you know I'll be an OC six. That's crazy. I've had the opportunity to buy and or trade a couple of C fives. C fives just don't. It just don't move. do it for me. And like yeah. I, I'm really the, tempted to. The pop ups look goofy to me on a on a Corvette. Yeah, Excuse the pop ups and like you know I would do like the sleepy on them and everything. And like that was my reasoning is like, well, I could probably make a C5 look okay. I could do like the sleepy eye. And like, I was like no. reasoning with myself <laughs> that this would be okay. But yeah, deep down, <clears throat> I, uh, I really miss the C6. I should have never sold it. And, um, Alex, my wife is, she was in love with that car. You know, she drove it a couple of times and, um, yeah. <clears throat> Y'all drove it around the streets and shit all the time. Too. Dude. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing was like, it was a, you know, it was a registered streetcar. I mean, yeah. it was, and you could, yeah, it was, you could drive on the street just fine. And, you know, the FDF made it a little bit twitchy, similar to Wise Fab, uh, as far as street driving goes. And, but yeah, that was, as a, any angle kit would. Yeah, no kidding. What was the best track you ever drove in that car? In the Corvette. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with MIR. 
Really? Yeah, and there's Fucking, a couple. There's damn, I missed that, dude. Track. That was the best track. I'm so sad they sh- they closed that down. Um, and there was two reasons. I think. I think obviously it's a way bigger and faster track. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is where the Corvette third gear sh- like shown. It was, that was the was it? You're talking about the back track, the road too. course one. Even the even the first one, even, like oh, okay, either yeah, one. Yeah. Honestly, going under the bridge. Ooh, yeah, yeah, either one. It was between you know that that being a fast track, and then I got some um of Dean Kearney's uh, 285 Achilles 123s takeoffs from FD, Shit. and <clears throat> I had uh, six, I think, of those. And I used those that day, and those are some of the best tires I've ever driven. So a mixture of the tires and the track, but I, I think, I think either uh, MIR or Atlanta Motor Speedway in the Corvette was probably my. Damn, I bet that was tight. Yeah, that I had, you know, I had really good media from Atlanta Motor Speedway, so that that might have been, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, like the the media you was hyped sick. up after the fact. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 that was the best one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but. Honestly, like the Corvette was, I don't know, it was top tier for me. I mean, I, it was a stock, it was a 2006, so I didn't have the bad diff, but in the back of my mind, I was always scared I was going to completely demolish it. Yeah. And, and honestly, though, one thing they don't tell you about a Corvette or a C6, and you know, I don't know about C5s, one thing they don't tell you about a Corvette is, I I went through so many growing pains as far as things that can go wrong on a C6 that they don't tell you. Like, like what? The the clutch cable runs right by the headers, so if you have aftermarket headers, oh, you better reroute it or heat wrap the shit out of it because <laughs> I blew two from one. The first one was a stock one from overheating, and the second one <clears throat> was a leak from the aftermarket one getting too hot and expanding, I guess, and starting leaking. Um, yeah, so that was one of them. And then the other thing is just you can't, you know, with a 350Z, you can spend, let's say you can spend a thousand bucks on GK Tech and have a really good angle kit on a 350Z, whereas mm-hmm. a Corvette, um, you, you you better buy some good stuff for a front end because you can't, sh- maybe you can cheap out now. There might be new stuff out, but. You want a lot of angle on a C6 Corvette. Yeah, they don't from the factory. The no, angle there's is no. absolute trash. And I remember bitching about the Z's factory angle being trash. Yeah, Corvette's which is worse. Pretty wild. So that's crazy though. I can't believe you got rid of the fucking thing. I can't either. I wish I wouldn't have. I know. Don't, don't get, get rid of your Corvette if you get one. If you ever get a C6 Corvette, don't get rid of it. You'll probably regret it. Or better yet, if you ever have a car that you truly believe is a great car. Really think twice about selling it because you you probably gonna regret it eventually. I posted the FC for like two days and took it down. <laughs> yeah, not a, not a bad call. That's, uh, that's... <clears throat> if you really like it, you shouldn't. Yeah. Because and don't get me wrong, I had a great time with my Razor era. We'll call it. Mm-hmm. That was some of the best times as well. But I, I'm not sure if I would trade. There's really no ROI on Razors type of motorsport there's I would not say. i m- maybe broke even just and i don't know how i i can't remember how, oh i i maybe broke even because i got a really good deal on it when i bought it that's and that's fair. only because yeah. it had a super low cage and it was a 2020 razor pro and at the time there wasn't lowering seat rails for this razor so the dude custom paid someone to custom make him a super low cage and his head was hitting while he was driving. And I went all the <laughs> way. To don't Ken- say. <laughs> yeah. I, I drove all the way to Kentucky and my head was hitting. And I was like, Ugh. so I like popped the seat out and I'm looking and I'm like, I could probably mod this to work. And so mm-hmm. I bought it anyway. And sure enough, I was <clears throat> like cutting on rewelding tabs upside down and it dropped the seat in the back down. And so I had a, <clears throat> you know, a fist, which is what they say you're supposed to have, but yeah. probably more is better, but a fist worth of room above my head. And I made that work. And then, um, so I got it for, a good deal and sold it for a little bit more than oh yeah but you know i also broke a lot of stuff and upgraded a lot of stuff so like i said I, <laughs> maybe maybe I, maybe I broke even so i mean i guess you wouldn't be able to increase the value just by throwing better parts on it like you could a car uh, right because that's what that's kind of what right. i mean by like no roi like even if you do yeah. stuff to it there's still no yeah there's not as much um roi on that kind of thing because it's almost like people expect it that's they fair. they expect to buy a razor that's got. They look aftermarket from the factory. 
Yeah. Like if you yeah. if you're a dumbass and don't know anything. Which it will, I kind of am when it comes to racers, just to be <laughs> honest. But well, not only that, but like, and even if you're not, even if you know what you're going for, it's just the <clears throat> around Tennessee. Our trails are some of like the top class trails. Are they really? Yeah, as far as off roading goes. Yeah, I mean, as far like in in East Tennessee and stuff. Um, oh, like I can wind, see that. Yeah. Wind Rock and stuff, and, and Brimstone. Um, they're they're like very very technical hardcore off road trails and. A lot of people come from a lot of different places to go ride them, but they're they're just hardcore. So yeah. it's just whenever you buy one from Tennessee and you're going to ride it in Tennessee, you're going to want pretty much all upgraded arms and diffs. You're going to have to have bad stuff. boy parts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sucks, snapping. I, I snapped my differential. Or I mean, I'm a differential. My drive shaft, my front drive shaft in half. <laughs> Sheared it in half. So, okay. So, again, I don't know anything about side yeah, by you're side. Fine. So, front drive shaft. Yeah. It would, so it's it would just be the, like kind of the same, or would the go to a transfer case? It's uh, it's yeah, it's a uh, the transfer case is directly where the motor is, which they're rear motors. So there's you know a two or by th- two foot rear drive shaft, and um, let's say four or five foot front drive shaft with a carrier bearing. And yeah, I just mm. I was just on a rock wall. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, and I was just kind of you know just running it hard <laughs> and it just caught traction all of a sudden and yeah just sheared the drive shaft straight in half okay okay um explain how you moved from the corvette and well i guess it would be the razor into the mustang um, yeah so <clears throat> i i had the razor for um i don't know let's say like seven or eight months I actually had two razors um and i would always still go to the track and support the homies whatever you know get right alongs whatever and I obviously just, I had the itch, like I couldn't stay away from drifting. And so eventually I, um, sold the razor and I was, you still kept one of them? No. You sold both of them? I sold, yeah. So I, in the end I only had one and I sold that last one. I only had two razors for a couple months or so. Wow. Um, it's not very financially, you know, you don't, you don't ever want two razors for sure what was the point of the second one just to have another exactly, one that's or? why you should know <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, gotcha bitch <laughs> so yeah i um so i want to get back into drifting i like I, I just i had the itch you know as you would and uh but i wanted to go a different route i wanted to do where the corvette was a clean title street drivable car um i i didn't actually drive it on the street very much um as much as i thought was worth it to have a clean title so i did the co-part thing which that that's a whole story of itself which is it's a good story um could you explain what co-part is if nobody absolutely so co-part is a it's an online auction where if you were to total out your car and you had insurance the insurance company would sell it to other people via co-part so you're buying a salvage title vehicle. Sweet. Um, which obviously the more you know. <laughs> insert meme. <laughs> so it's uh it's a lot cheaper, um, but it comes with a lot of risk because unless you pay a fee to have um, you know, someone go out and inspect it for you, you're buying it sight unseen. So you only have the pictures uh, to go off of. And there's a little bit of notes on there That's as far as miles, runs and drives, and where the impact was. Um so I was going to go that route, um, the Copart route, and it it was its own like mess of problems because you can't just go on Copart.com and submit a bid and buy a car. You have to have, or at least, I don't know if it's a state of Tennessee. I'm not exactly how how you that worked. dealer's license and shit. Exactly. You had to have a de- dealer's license. That was my first hurdle. So luckily, a good childhood friend of mine, uh, Nick Hill, he has a car lot now on the side, and he, I messaged him. He's like, "Yeah, man, here's my login." Ah. And I'm like, "Sick." That's so. That was easy. Yeah. So like, that was great. Like that made the whole thing way easier. So then I spent the next month just perusing. I didn't even know what I was actually trying to buy a 370Z. That was because I really missed my 350Z. Yeah. So I was really trying to buy a 370Z, but those things were like 13 grand total, or um, you know, salvage title. 
Tommy Effie, I was talking about that around the same time, I think, I when you were looking. I don't know why looking. they're so expensive. And he found, he ended up finding one for like 10 grand somehow. Yeah, that's but a, he was like, even that's, that's just stupid. Exactly. And, and so I was looking for a drift-ready car, meaning angle, seats, um, supporting mods, be it cooling, mm. diff, whatever, depending on what car, for 15000 That was okay. my goal. And so <clears throat> I... I couldn't find a 370Z. I looked at a couple Corvettes, but Corvettes being the way their body is, I uh, and you know being a lot of fiberglass, yeah. it was kind of sketchy. And it's not to say that it couldn't be done. It was just a it something was a you kind of have to see more in exactly. person to be able to make your judgment call on that. So my next option, in my head at least, um, was a Coyote Mustang, and I found the car. I bid it on a couple of them um, that I didn't win, but I finally came across the car that I own now. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll just be forthcoming on all the details. Um, so I bought that car. It was a 2012 or it is a 2012 Mustang coyote, first gen coyote. Um, I bought it at auction for 5,600 bucks with 72,000 miles on it. You said what year again? 2012. 12. That's actually, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was a, you know, it was a front end damaged car. Um, and so then there's co-part fees and then <clears throat> my good buddy Brandon Rose he owns a trucking company mm-hmm. and so i paid him some money and so i so all said and done um co-part the fees and the delivery i think i was into the car for like let's say i think it was 69 68 or 6900 bucks Okay, so like $1,500 in fees and shit. Yeah. It's kind of tacked on top. Yep. And so the 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 other thing about, <laughs> the other thing about this was I went to go – so I, I won the auction. I'm just bidding on it, right, at like 9.30 in my hotel room. I was traveling for work at the time. And they're like, you won. Pay now. And I'm like – and so I like enter my credit Wait, card. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like entering my card number. And it's like this card is not linked to the account. And I'm like, oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> so I'm I like I'm like calling Nick. I'm like, hey man, it and he's like, oh yeah, you it I have to pay for it. <laughs> and like so luckily, luckily this dude, you know, we're good friends. Like I said, we oh, basically grew, grew up together. And um at least like, you know, from like 13 years old and yeah. up. And um so luckily it worked out. He put it on his credit card and whenever I got back home from out of town i brought him the cash for it but yeah like that was (laughs) what a clutch save buddy dude and like i i you know that that was um some good buddy saving right there like it wouldn't have been possible without him honestly it was um so that so that worked out and so brandon rose being a car guy the guy that um towed it back to my house for me him being a car guy he you know he like every time he stops for fuel he's like tinkering at it like looking at it yeah and he like sends me a video and he's done got the thing started. He's like, yeah, the the I pulled the AC fuse and put it in this other fuse thing that was blown and I reset the the it has a um an inertia switch on it. That, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So he reset that. He's like, yeah, I got it fired up. He's always like sending me all these videos. And so he drops it off my That's house. Hilarious. And we get it unloaded and we're we're looking at it and we're like, oh wow, this is a really nice car. We're like looking at it, looking at it, full like red leather interior. Um, oh it's wow! Got like a Shaker 1000 audio system. Got all the it. premium packages. And then and we open the glove box, and it's got a, a spec sheet from the dealer. And the dude bought it in 2012 for forty five thousand dollars, and he did the Brembo upgrade, a glass roof. Oh shit! Yeah, and so it's but that like, bitch is heavy as hell. <laughs> it probably is. And if I ever get into a wreck and that shatters, I'd be scared shit. Done. Yeah, it's. It's not practical. I just didn't know that it had. Keep the it. visor down. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea it was there when I bought it. It just looked like a you know a regular black roof. roof yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> um, eventually, like I'm starting to put this car back together to where I can. It's a roller, and I'm starting to see. I'm like, oh wow, this thing. So, it has a drive shaft shop aluminum <sighs> drive shaft in it. It's got all the rear arms on it already. It's got a um it had a it had an upgraded diff on the spec sheet on the build list. And I, I wanna say it was like a four eleven, mm-hmm. but I can't remember off the top of my head. I should have I should have brought a picture of that. But um yeah, so it was like a You can send me a picture later, I can throw it on there. Okay, all right, good deal. So <clears throat> it was a full spec car, 
and it had a lot of aftermarket stuff. It was a it was tune intake, uh, Cooks headers, GT five hundred um, axle back. Damn, like the whole the whole thing. <clears throat> and so <laughs> for less than seven grand, remember that. <laughs> yeah, less than less than well, yeah, I, I guess you're right. Seven grand. So, <laughs> sorry, my math's off. Uh, Stupid. <laughs> um yeah and so i was super so i was super excited about that i had to put i put um let's say i think i put maybe a thousand dollars into it back to get it rolling and then i did all like the drift upgrades so like full coilovers uh scotty d angle kit um chase base handbrake dual caliper um you know bridge moto seats just uh steering wheel shout out grip royal um the whole nine yards to Scott make it. Scott over there is so cool, dude. That 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 dude's my guy. Yeah, he is he's uh, cool as fuck. <clears throat> yep. He, every uh, time I've seen him at an event. Yep. And did you see the event that he's put together at the the Drift Mansion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I still, still want to go to the Drift Mansion once, dude. We went the first time, and it like that's why we're going back. Um, it's just really hard, honestly, to get a big enough group of people together that yeah. will put the money up front mm-hmm. because he's uh john the owner of drift mansion he they'll stay booked like they're booked like a year in advance almost oh i'm sure <clears throat> and so he's a genius for starting that he is like, and he's absolute a, genius and he's a great guy like it, whenever we went he'll just hang out with you really? and it's not That's it's cool. not the kind of it's like like let's say if you're going to airbnb and the owner hung out with you you'd be like why why are you hanging out with me you know what i'm saying it's a little but sketch, with him bro. it's it's like he's just like you He's just so easy to get along with. And honestly, though, it's like if he wasn't hanging out with you, it'd be a safety hazard because the way the way that place is set up is is, is you want to hop on some razors, <laughs> some dirt bikes and some four wheelers. You do you it, have buddy. a little bit too much freedom. Probably you can. And we broke the <laughs> Alex, my wife, she broke a razor like the second night. <laughs> and that. Yeah, like we we broke a lot of stuff. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, that that whole experience is great. But yeah, so that's how I got um, into the Mustang, and it's a great car. The only thing is, uh, it's electric power steering, full electric, not electric over hydraulic. It's full mm, yeah. electric, Ooh. and so that's very weird. It's very hard to drive. Um, I've is let, it like twitchy. Uh, it is twitchy, but there's also steering modes, so you can put like performance, yeah, yeah. sport, you know, whatever. Um. Some are better than others. Can you adjust like the weight of it? That's what that does, kind of. <clears throat> the weird thing was, is my first it's probably <clears throat> all it does, honestly. The first track day I had, I put it in sport because for some reason in my head, I'm like that would make the most sense, I guess. <laughs> but <clears throat> I can't remember exactly what the mode's called, but like the cruising mode is actually the better mode for drifting. Is because it self steers. Yeah, yeah. It it's supposed to make it easier to drive, but really it self steers more. Huh. So after I figured that out, that helped. <clears throat> but I've let two of my friends who are decent drivers, Colin Jared. Yeah, yeah. And not because they're not because they're bad drivers, but they could not drive this car. No shit. Like they will. Like you could ask them today, and they'd be like, "I will never get in that car again." It's like throwing a drifter on a sim for the first time. Like Dude, uh, the yes. the lag time, exactly you just can't like comprehend it. But like for example, Dustin, he coming from a Mustang, and I told him, I said, "Hey, be, be in front of the steering, steer into this." And he's like, "Yeah, I think I got it." He did, and he fucking loves that car. No shit. Oh yeah, dude. He he'll tear it up in that car. He's got the body style before yours, right? He did, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So he kind of knew what to expect and all that. But it's a very odd car. And then obviously it being a straight axle rear still, Mm. um, that's another weird thing if you're not used to it. And Dustin was used to it, but I but I wasn't. It took me a good probably two events before I could feel comfortable in that car. Um now I'm not gonna tell you that I love that Mustang. I'm not gonna (laughs) tell you that. It's a it now, it's a great car because all I have to do now is bolt check it and change the oil. That's yeah. the only thing I have to do. It's, it's a, a good seat time a, car. It's a exactly. Just it's a what? tank and honestly, like it's what I need at this point. Yeah. Um, I I don't really have to work on it, <clears throat> you know, unless something bad happens. Just load it up and take it to the track. So, it's a great car for that. It's just uh, you know, as far as 
feeling comfortable in it immediately, it, it takes a yeah. while. I'm not as comfortable in it, but you know, it's what a was great the one car. thing you had to get used to the most besides like the power steering? Oh, other than that, um, <laughs> I think that's it. Like that's the, it, that dude, it. the power steering is such it's so hard to figure out. And I mean, well, I don't want to say it's so hard to figure out. It's just do you ever want to replace it with like Volvo or something? Make it I've even thought about make it. it like a more efficient so setup. We, me and Brennan have sat down and like came trying to try to figure out the best way to do this. And so from where it was wrecked, the car was wrecked. I put an aftermarket K member under the bottom and a subframe. They call them K members on Mustangs. Mm-hmm. And so from where all the pickup points are from the steering rack, because it's electric, I would have to change out the K member. So I'm assuming a newer model, I mean, a, an older model Mustang, a first gen S197 yeah. may work, but then I have to figure out a way to get a, a pump in there and I could do the Volvo pump, I assume. Um, but it's just a, James Dean to bring you over. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, that was the move. That was a ticket for them. That, oh, that yeah. worked amazing for them. Yeah. So I, I just, it, there's some things I could more than likely figure out. But like I said, now I'm used to it enough. I can go out there. I can turn laps. It's not a huge deal for me. But it's just like, let's say if I had unlimited budget, um, w- unlimited budget with this car. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would definitely change it. Um, but I, I don't really, the only issue I ever, I, the only issue I'm having still with this car is on a track like Polecat mm-hmm. was a very big, wide, long track, fast track, very fast yeah, yeah. track. And it was very. That's uh, what Andy was saying because I like I, I do his media, so oh yeah, I had to edit that vlog that he was at Polecat, and it's it looks like a wild track. It was, dude. That was a yeah. That track that is the best. Like if you you need to get your car done for that next event there, I think it's in August end of the year. Um, because that track ECU and a tune. That's it. That's it. There, you got that. A couple little small things like I got yeah, a yeah yeah a, a, some angle kit stuff, bushings stuff I like that, you. but. Oh, you got that. You should like, I'm telling you if they're, if I know it's hard to say it's a bucket list for you because you've never been, but if you could just have, a, you know, you should make that a bucket list because I'm telling you that track, <clears throat> it's something yeah. else, man. It, it, and it was just like, so the funny thing about Polecat, the, the track in general is a year, a little over a year ago, I was just perusing Google maps. Don't know why. <laughs> Don't really know why. As one does, you know. <laughs> and I found, I, I literally found this track, you know, because it's only, well, from here, it's only 25 minutes. And I was like, hold. I know that. Actually, I take that back. I was not perusing Google Maps. I was on Facebook <laughs> and a and a Drive Polecat ad came up. And I was like, what is a Polecat? Then I went on Google Maps. Then I found it. And I'm like, that'd be the coolest thing to drift ever. So I did some research on Polecat, found out what it was. And I messaged Barry, who runs Slide Factory. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. And I was like, hey, man, you should try. If you don't know, go watch the episode. Do it. I was like, man, you should contact these owners, and you should try to get a drift day here. I was like, I don't know if it's possible. It's a it's a very strict-looking track. They they do like, um, it's, it's not, not F1, probably like F3 yeah, yeah. Uh, training there and um, like full road course stuff. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, but you should really do this. And he was like, okay, I'll try. And he never had any luck. And then like fast forward a year and iTrack is like, we're hosting a drift event in Tennessee. It's the best track ever. You'll never <laughs> guess what it is. And uh, I commented on there. I was like, I bet it's Polecat. And so after they released it, Matthew Bruick, who runs iTrack, he he was like, it was a, it was Polecat. <laughs> he was like, how'd you know? And I was like, ah, uh, I've been I, hoping for this forever. Yeah. And so I, so like of course the second the the second that um because it was like a style exhibition thing. Oh, sick! It was like it was like um a local what's that called U.S. Air? Oh, uh, final bout. It was a local final bout. As best you could have it for the first one, right? Yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they were going for. That's what iTrack was going for. So you tell me how a 2012 Mustang GT that's wrecked <laughs> in the front, has a huge hole in the front still. I've got it fixed <laughs> now, but at the time I did not, is going to make it into this. Don't ask me. I don't know how, but I got accepted. Yeah. And I think it's probably just because I, you know, I kind of know 
Matthew newer body styles and yeah i mean that that helped too but yeah so l- i was really lucky and i got to drive that track but um <clears throat> oh wow i got really sidetracked but that was <laughs> that was the track that i was like okay this steering sucks yeah and because of that driving experience in that car made me post it and it's actually still posted now um just because but i i've i've I fixed all the damage and it's getting wrapped here in a uh here in like a couple of days actually. Yeah. Well this Five comes days. out Sunday. You wanna spill the beans on what it is? Uh well I I will if I just don't it's getting a full livery. Um Barry's gonna do that and Hell yeah. It's not it's not a secret or nothing. It's just um <laughs> it's what, just, what, it's getting wrapped. What colors it's a are darker, be? like black grays. Uh, a little bit of white, you know, a little bit of darker blues. Okay. But mainly black and gray. Um, Did you put any type of kit or anything on it? No. No? Just stock no, body? Just stock body. I mean, um, because it, it's because that car was specced as a GT slash CS, it mm-hmm. has... The like the f- GT appearance package and stuff. <clears throat> right, yeah. So it has that going for it. But no, I... Just, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm just at this point excited to see it now. <laughs> I just wanted to put a little bit of money into it to where I, I'm okay with driving it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. before you don't being, feel ugly driving it. Right. Before, <laughs> it, before it being wrecked out, I, I was just kind of using it as a drift car um, mm. to get seat time. Whereas now, um, I want it to be a cool car I that I can look get better. seat time. Yeah. Right. As, as good as a Mustang can look. I'm not even a Mustang guy. I'm really not. That's not yeah. who I am. But that's what I have, um, and I, I'm gonna make the best of it. Um, but Buy like, what you can. Get into drifting. Yes, that's it. That's it. I mean, simple as that. Do what you can with what you got. And so, since you've had basically the three best cars to start drifting in, what would you say is the best suggestion to go with? Um, the easiest <clears throat> was my. 350z stock motor um with wise fab but that's because it was wise fab there that's a cheat yeah. code it's so they're so easy to drive like i said i put my wife in it and the first drift day she was linking track no problem it's just easy it's a cheat code um that that is the easiest way as far as being good uh i wouldn't say it's the right way i'd say the right way is like the way i did my 350z it was hardly no angle yeah, yeah. you know because i did no, hardly no angle. The GK Tech. Uh, yeah, you went through multiple different yeah, steps. Yeah, yeah, just to get to the y Um, But the most fun <clears throat> is definitely the Corvette. The Corvette is, it's the most fun if you have, if if that's what you can afford by, like if you don't really have that low of a budget yeah. if, and you can spend money, then definitely C6 because plenty of power, plenty of grip, uh, plenty of style. Um, it's just this it's just you have to remember with the C6 Corvette after you buy the Corvette alone you have f- roughly 5 to 6 if not more $1000 to put into it that that because everyone fucking says that Corvette is the number one drift car to start on and I'm just like it's not really though cuz you're still going to have to dump have to. so much money yep. into it there's There's a see, lot. you can go out there and drift it back, like literally as it came from the factory. Yeah, but yep. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I mean, and and <laughs> so I guess my answer would be 350Z, but they all have their own things. I mean, a Mustang is also good if, let's say, if you like Mustangs and you just want a tank that'll go out there and do the same. Yeah, thing. you bully people around on track. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's then then go for it. Although I will say the and i messed up myself on this so let my mistake be a lesson to you um like i said i bought 2012 and one thing i did not realize is uh my year alone the body panels or at least the front bumper hood and fenders i think it's the fenders but at least the hood and the bumper only i can only use <clears throat> 2010 11 or 12 what? So that's three years. Like different <clears throat> mounting tabs or something? It's they're they're diff there's different. Like the hood and the and the um the front bumper are different. So whenever I was trying to find a used uh front bumper and a hood, it was impossible. I had to eventually I had to oh, buy that's annoying. Yeah, I had to buy a new front bumper and I finally found a hood, but <clears throat> yeah, so that was uh that was another thing. Like a first gen S one ninety seven 
it doesn't come with the coyote it's a three valve yeah yeah but you dude you can find parts for them things all day long. <laughs> it's like an ls almost yeah but <clears throat> i mean a better i mean if you really if you if you have patience you could probably find an s550 mustang for roughly the same price dude, I, i'm saying after having been hobson on that's like Honestly, the way to go. If you if you can if you got twenty grand to just drop on a car, yeah, that'll be future proof. It'll get you seat time with good horsepower. Like yeah. it's man, I'm telling you, minimal yeah. parts. Does and I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know much about Ben Hobson's S550, but I'm assuming he has the coilovers angle kit, right? Yeah, it's literally as yeah. as stock as you would want a Mustang drift that's, car for seat time. Yeah, I mean. That's all you. That's all I did to mine. That's all you. Re- I mean, if you're just trying to have a good time, that's all you need. And let yeah. me look what I mean. That's what he gets a lot of seat time in. And look how good he did in prospect. Oh, dude! Now he's in a fucking pedal commander car, and he's, he podiumed. he killed it. <laughs> he podiumed. I mean, right? I mean, he was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, what place he was, but he definitely podiumed in Atlanta. So yeah, <clears throat> good for him. And I've been, you know, with my we, you know, we did clutch tickers for a couple of years. Our team did, and I I remember been driving his s14 there for two years mm-hmm. and he was always a great driver there i'm super stoked for him and how far he's come it's great speaking of that what's your thoughts on clutch kickers the current state of it now yeah um i, I called it. that shit a I, long time I, ago I think, that they I were think a lot of us shut down yeah. because it's just it's not sustainable it's not as sustainable as it was and i guess although i guess what it was wasn't sustainable either obviously because yeah. they shut down but that was that was unforeseen, obviously. I think that I really feel for them. Um, that whole team is a great, you know, clutch kickers as a team. Everyone I've talked to from up there, Dude, they're, they're fucking great. awesome. They're great. <clears throat> they're great guys. They held a great event. Um, I never went to any of them at the Freedom Factory. You know, once they moved yeah. it down there, it it turned a you know, seven or eight hour drive into an 11, 12, 13 hour drive for us. So <clears throat> us as a team, we did we never did do that. Yeah. Um, on top of that, it was a lot heavier competition that too. too. A lot, you know, a lot different, a lot well, different tracks. You can almost guarantee most of the time you're going to be wasting money. Then, well, it's almost anything. it was almost that way with the old. I mean, it, you know, they say the old track was a equalizer, which and it was, it really was. It's just, um, it you could almost pinpoint the top four contenders the second you roll your trailer in. <laughs> No, and not, and I'm, and that might be. That, I mean, that's honestly the truth, though. It's fucked. Yeah. But. And there's no. I mean, the only way around that is just to be better. It's yeah. not. It's not necessarily because they had more money. And here's a good. You example. You would kind of have to drive that track to really understand that. Yeah, too, that track. Is it is really very fun. technical. Me, we it's drove that. So track. awesome. Yeah. We drove that track together. That was that was a good time. That's a really fun track. But like I, a, a way, another way to look at this though, on their old track, <clears throat> that Emerald Coast. Like Taylor Ray podium several times. He yeah. I think he even won first place, and that was in a you know a Miata LS Miata, and he's a phenomenal driver. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, you know, and he had I guess he has good horsepower too in that car. It, but I'm just saying he had to beat the shit out of that thing to he keep did. up with everybody. So though. it's po- like anything was possible there. It's just um, I think honestly, it's I guess it always comes down to who's a better driver. But yeah, do you think they'll ever come back? I think so. I think they will. I think they'll find a way to. I think somehow. I think so too. I think I think the momentum that they had is good enough for potential, you know, people to put money in. Yeah. To see the R. They're gonna have to. Sh- I think they're gonna have to shove a lot of money up front. I think so to too. build their own track. That way, they don't have that constant outflow of money. Yeah, I agree. Um, I kind of want to. Well, I thought they were posting. I thought they were posting at one point where they had found a new track, but I might be wrong about that. Or, like, I haven't seen anything. I, I may yeah. be wrong. Let us know in the comments if we are wrong. I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought they had. I thought they were like looking at a track or or something like that. Like something was kind of in the works. Um, <clears throat> but I don't. I mean, obviously, it's. I don't think it's going to be this year. Oh yeah, definitely not this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't expect it for the next three years, probably. Yeah, it's going to take some time. Real. 100k i mean even the the riverside 50k yeah that got yeah. pushed back to august i saw that i saw like that. I, it's conflicting schedule right i i mean i would assume yeah but um like i'm sure even 50k that that's that's still that's a lot to sustain as well yeah and no i'm doubt. sure that may have played a part in why they pushed it back a little bit too <clears> but maybe and that the riverside 50k is a great 
you know, oh, that, yeah. that was, I love that track. I've driven it once and been there a couple of times and, um, I have yet to drive it, but it's, it's it looks like a really fun yeah, track. I, There's so many different layouts you can do. Yeah. I drove it a long time ago, and it was when Brandon first got his LSZ started. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just, I did two laps, and I've never, I'd never driven an LS car. I never, you know, and it, it was <laughs> yeah. like so sloppy, but I, I did, get, did get to drive it. Um, But those, those like um high, high money shootouts like that are super hard to, and like, um an example is, is like Barry, you know, he tried to put one together here in Nashville. I think it was a, a 50 K. Yeah. I think it was, it was, you know, it was up there in money. It might've been 25 K, but at any rate, it ended up falling out just because, um, not enough people would commit and he didn't have the financial, you know, just to be like, Hey, it's still going on no matter what. Like, yeah. That couldn't have happened. So yeah. Just physically got squeezed out of that. Yep. Going through all of these cars and especially the motorsports background, What's been like the the key thing you've learned going through multiple different setups? Um, the key thing I think I've learned, and it was majority the Corvette was my lesson. Um, if you find something that works, there's don't don't just get rid of it because you think you might have something else better. Um, it's not always the case. It's just been my case where. I thought maybe I could, there was something else better out there, and maybe and it probably is. It's just for me. I think that's the one thing I've learned, and it was it was the same way. Like even when I was a kid, like I grew up, you know, dirt bikes and all that. It was the same way. Like I'd <clears throat> I'd sell something thinking I was you know going to get the next best thing, and mm -hmm. it wasn't always the case. So I think my thing is is unless you have a really, really, really good reason and you could see yourself five years from now not regretting it, then sure, sell it. But otherwise, I'd just stick with what you got because in the end, it'll be worth it. You really regret selling that fucking Corvette. Yeah, no, I really do. Like it, That's crazy. It sticks with me a lot. And, Damn. and and um, <laughs> you know, it's still around. Uh, Louis, you know, he still owns it from AZ Rags. Mm -hmm. So I still see it, you know, at Pro-Am and stuff. I'll see it this, this weekend at Pro-Am. So... It's still around, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you think that car would have been by now if I still had it? Yeah. Um, it would probably be exactly the way Louis has it. And the only thing, yeah. that, the only thing that Louis did In, is insert picture. <laughs> the only thing that Louis did was he caged it and he wrapped it. And well, he you know he I mean, did. That's really all it needs. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, he dropped it off at um Jonathan Cash Hurst place, and he did like um I think like a you know typical tune up and a really nice tune on it and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, it's exactly the same. Like, it still has some of my stickers on it on the windows. Like, it's the exact same car, and like, it almost hurts worse, right? But let me buy it back, please. Yeah. No, and I told him, I said, look, if you, when I sold it to him, I said, if you ever sell this, I wanna, I wanna buy it back. Even though if he were to message me right now, I was like, hey, I'm selling it. I'd be like, well, I can't buy it. But <laughs> like, <clears throat> yeah, just, I, I just for the opportunity, maybe one day, right? Yeah. Damn. Man, I feel that. Yeah, I really regret that car. That that was a. Yeah, it was a good car. I had a good story with it as far as going to pick it up and everything else. Well, after going through the regret, do you see yourself drifting like forever, pretty much? Or do you think it'll eventually die out for you? You know, if I'm, I, I'll probably be around, um, for a good long time. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't do as I don't I don't do as many events as I did when I started. Um, a majority of that is obviously cost has gone up insanely. Um, the other part is, you know, having a kid kind of slows things down. It's not an excuse whatsoever. It's just, um, I just want to spend more time with him. I can't just, yeah. you know, different and, priorities. Yeah, exactly. But I couldn't now since I, since I took a step back and immediately regretted it. Um, I don't think I could do it again. That's, why I'm saying like <clears throat> the Mustang is is good for me because mm. it always starts up, it always does what it's supposed to do. It's you know it's a great car for <laughs> like Jackson said last week. Drift me, part me, drift me, part that's me. Exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's exactly man. what it is. So you know, I um I did a thing like I completely downsized after I sold that Corvette. You know, <clears throat> I had a Duramax with an enclosed trailer and everything, and I like downsized everything all at once. Yeah, you know I. I went to a, a gas truck, uh, an open trailer, 
um, just to downsize everything. Like it was getting to where it was, uh, it was just a lot. It was, it was a lot in a little and too did, deep. It didn't need to be yeah. for what I was going for. I'm not trying to go compete. I'm trying to go out there and have fun. I didn't need all this nice. Dude, stuff. I felt so behind with y'all. Every single time, well, it was like y'all had the diesel trucks, y'all had the big trailers and stuff. But and look, like, but look, but look, trying to catch up. <laughs> yeah, but like, look now, it's it's all like, yeah, I know, I everything totally laid out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. And as far as my side, I yeah, everything ended. You regret up a Corvette? Way. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that Corvette. I know that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay though. I mean, it, like I would love to still have it, but honestly, there's no telling. Like, yeah. There's no telling where I'd be otherwise. If I mean, you would have kept it, maybe it would have blown up on you. You never know. And that's fine. I probably would have done some, <laughs> you know, I probably would have put some, you know, it's fine. Like I said, if if I wouldn't have done that, I would have never bought, excuse me, I would have never bought my razors. I would have never had that whole experience. Um, that's a That was a whole experience in and of itself. I met a lot of great people out there. I had a lot of great times. I mean, it's basically going out in the woods and drinking with your friends, but also while doing something insanely fun. Um, and we traveled a lot doing that, um, yeah. you know, overnights and stuff. So, like I said, I, I don't regret anything, uh, as far as that goes, I just, I should, I should have done it without selling my Corvette is what, mm-hmm. is what I, yeah, that's what I do regret. Well, with all that being said, without, besides regret, what is the best piece of advice you could give to anyone starting, like just getting into drifting? Okay, yeah. So if you so, want to talk directly to him, you got that camera right there. Okay. <laughs> so getting into drifting, um, there's two ways you could go about it, in my opinion. You could either do the cheap car, cheap mods, but essential mods, meaning, you know, the typical suspension angle, maybe a seat, maybe hydro, maybe whatever you deem necessary. Um, and let's say you're gonna spend four grand, or there's the you're gonna spend four grand on a car. And you're gonna spend, let's say, a thousand to two thousand dollars a year on tires your first year. That's it. It goes up from there. Or you could spend that four grand on a a, a nice, very nice sim rig. They've came where now where once you figure it out, which really takes a long time for me anyway. <laughs> I still don't know, dude. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, <laughs> you could buy a nice sim rig and have unlimited tire life and and learn the basics that way. And that really goes a long way so far as the dude who won Pro East 10 Pro-Am last year yeah. solely learned how to drift on a sim, went out, bought a, well, they spent a lot of money, but they they bought a very nice, already drifted yeah. Pro-Am Make your big car. mistakes on the sim. Exactly. Now that the technology is there. Yeah. You're not going to spend $1,000 a day on tires while you're learning. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think a lot of people would get wrapped up on like, oh, that thousand dollars could go towards the fucking angle kit, or it could go towards uh, all the parts to get it to the track. But like, getting it to the track, wasting that thousand dollars, like you're gonna fuck up more shit. Dude, learning how to drift is like that's, only, that's what I mean by do the big fuck ups in the beginning on the sim. Well, not not only that, but just how you were saying how you were like you were like trying to catch up. Yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever you know you were hanging out with all of us. Well, a lot, and also a lot of that comes is you're a little younger than us, so you you like yeah. You that's had always been a big problem. Of mine. I've always hung out right. with people older than me. <laughs> but but starting out, another thing is is don't think just about oh I got to buy this car. Mm-hmm. What Dawson, what happened to Dawson was he he got the car, but then he also had to buy a trailer. Then he also had to find a truck. Yeah, and that it was just like like I ha- yeah I had to spend a lot of money fast yes and just to be able to make it to the track with the entire group. It yeah. Was, yeah, and then all of a sudden they're throwing <laughs> these parts at their cars and these parts at their cars, and I'm like, uh, I got a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm broke. Yeah, <clears throat> that that that. Yeah, don't it's, get it's caught a, up in wanting to be yeah, the yeah. same as Do everyone you, around you. Work yeah. within your means. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, and that's what I would say. You know. You could you can go two routes. You can do firsthand experience and spend a lot of money, and yeah, you 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 probably learn a little bit faster, or you'll you'll have fun faster. Yeah, but you might not have fun longer because you spent so much money in the beginning for mm-hmm. almost no reason. Maybe 
and you might burn yourself out before you even get to the final. Yeah, that happens a lot. And that's almost what happened to me with that S14. Yeah. You know, I was trying to build... easier now, too, now that everything's so fucking expensive. I mean, I think the last time I checked, it was like $140 for Kendas, for one. Yeah. Oh, dude, if I... <clears throat> Which, I mean, there's there's deals all the time and stuff, and you can well, that's stuff out. Yeah, but. you can. That's what I was going to say is... I consider myself lucky if I buy if I'm buying tires, which I run two sixty fives, sometimes two fifty fives. Um, but I find myself lucky if I find a tire for one hundred and sixteen dollars a tire. I'm like, <laughs> that's yes. a. Sh- the- I yes. hate the sound of that fucking sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, a deal. What has happened in this world? Yeah, oh, we're like man. back in the day. Well, I won't say back in the day, but you know, like 2018, 2019 when we started, yeah. it was like I don't do. We used to get like. $75. Yeah, I say it all the time. We were ordering it like bulk shipments of Acceleras and, and like all sorts of stuff for $60, $70 a tire. Not only that, but do, so you you probably still have a bunch of carbine wheels. Oh, I have four. I destroyed uh, three of them my last event because I was trying to party. But those carbines, carbine or carbines, I'm not really sure, but let's just say carbines. Those were, um, those were, I think it was $130 shipped, I think. Per uh, or was uh, it less than that? It was less than, dude. I mean, we got it a was whole cheap. set for f- like barely over five hundred bucks. Yeah, and if you well, first off, it's hard to even find those specs. I know because I've been I searched. Yeah, I finally found Kansai's in the exact spec I need. Um, but if if a person could make an eighteen by nine plus twelve somewhere in that range for a hundred. And twenty dollars a wheel, they would probably sell a lot of them because you cannot, mm-hmm. you cannot find. Dude, I, I searched a very <laughs> long time trying to find that 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 wheel in a decent price range. You can't, man. It's, it's insane. It's terrible. It's always like it's hard to find them lower than twenty two. Yeah, uh, as far as offset goes, um, which you really need about yeah. fifteen. Like those carbines uh, for are most cars. great. They just don't make them anymore. Yeah. Just out shame. the window. But, um, well, I guess uh, if you want, plug your people, plug yourself. Um, well, my Instagram is my name, at Willie Culver. Um, I don't really have any plugs other than Grip Royal. Um, they're my main dudes, and they hook me up all the time with some rad stuff because they're rad dudes. And, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, look at uh, Grip Royal's stuff as far as the Drift Mention goes. They're sold out on this uh, coming up event, but they're going to do a couple more after this. Um, it's a great experience. They just expanded the track over there at Drift Mansion. And uh, hit up Scott if you want to do that. And um, yeah, that's about it, man. Hell yeah. Well, as you all know, I appreciate it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Dude. See you next week. Peace. Okay.